0: Welcome to the Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts to scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we're talking about Hebrews chapter 9. Let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here.
1: Ayo, sons,
2: and DS Ninja is in the house.
0: And I guess I made a mistake. Um, we're talking about Hebrews chapter five, not chapter nine.
2: Through yeah. nine, wait, seventh verse seven through nine, but you said Hebrews <laughs> nine. <laughs> <laughs> same same thing. Yeah, okay.
1: No, <laughs> no,
0: they say the same the same thing. Yeah. Well, but, see, okay, but all being all transparent. <laughs> Look, man, you made a <laughs> mistake. All right. <laughs> but but yeah, listen, hold on, listen though. Like so being fully transparent, I read these verses, right? And I I get it. I understand it. But you say there's a lot of meat in this patty or whatever corny thing. What? <laughs>
1: okay.
2: He said something. I He's just like, said there's a lot of meat on that bone. That's what he said. Yeah, there's I mean, a lot of said, meat. On there's that.
1: a lot of meat in this patty, <laughs> like a hamburger patty.
0: Ain't like a hamburger patty.
1: Where did you get that from? That's <laughs> you thinking of SpongeBob? Uh,
0: that's like that's almost <laughs> like what he was saying. <laughs> yeah. That was like what he was saying. It was no difference between a meat on a bone and the meat in a patty, like uh, a hamburger about? patty. Y'all not gonna hate on me on this Good episode.
2: You just made a mistake. All right. It's okay I don't no,
0: make mistakes. I didn't. I didn't. I
1: just had to look. <laughs> a patty.
2: This is gonna be wild.
0: You guys are hating on me today. Well, uh, as per usual, Ayla, how was your week?
1: I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um It was good, it was long. I feel like every week is now gonna feel pretty long until we have the baby.
0: Ayla did the funniest thing today. What? When you were sitting there with your oh. bowl of apples. <laughs> Y'all see. Okay, if you're listening to us, obviously you won't be able to see it. But if you're on our YouTube video, watch it. <laughs> Look at that. Did. Ayla got a whole table. <laughs> she said <laughs> her bowl. We looked up. We looked up and we was like, Ayla, what? She's <laughs> eating her eating this bowl of apples or eating her apples that was in a bowl off yeah. her stomach. Like apples it was just sitting on there like, like a butter. table. Jeez. It was good. But how was your week, Kayla?
1: Uh, oh, I thought I said.
0: You probably did have one pain attention. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was good. It was long. It was, and I said it's probably going to get feel like long until we have the baby. Just because it's getting harder mm. to move and function a little bit. But, yeah. Yeah, but it was good.
2: Dad, how was your week? My week was good, it was good it was good
0: nothing nothing new or anything
2: no i'm just trying to see how this thing looking oh
0: my goodness (laughs) the bling. oh my
2: goodness (laughs) no um no um it's supposed to be well they announced it's going to be a ken ferguson first annual karate tournament
0: i saw that yeah, I saw that.
2: Yeah, but it's funny because the I know the backdrop on there. He, he put that out there. He ain't got nothing together, We're ready for it. I'm like, dude. <laughs> uh-huh. So uh, if that happens, that'd be great. Yeah. How was your week? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, my week was actually fantastic. Um, there are some potential opportunities. That could be moving, and I'm very, very excited for it. And so I don't know. We'll see. It looks like I got a patch, <laughs> a patch of hair missing. It in my does. Mm-hmm. Oh, right here. Do you? I don't. Don't do that to me. I'm Dad's,
2: not. Dad's had the scissors while you were sleeping.
0: You're probably crazy, baby. I can't. Okay. But yeah, my, my week, um, my week was fantastic because. I don't know, some things could be happening. See, my issue, this is my. This is what I mess up, right? Because sometimes when I get news of something that could happen, I jump the gun, get super excited, I start over planning, I'll do all this, this, that, and the third, and then sometimes it falls through, and then I'm like, dang. Is that bad, to jump the gun and be like, oh, well, this could happen, this, and then start putting mm-hmm. things together?
2: Like I told you earlier, make sure it's from God.
1: Yeah, that's what I Yeah. I prayed about that. I don't know if you have prayed about that.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, of course. But, like, that still doesn't take me away from being excited, whether it's, from, like, if it's of God and if it's not from God, like, this, the even the thought process of this po- being a possibility excites me. So, yeah. but, um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't have a, like I told you, Ayla, I don't have a problem. Like, if it falls through, it's like, whatever, you know, it was, uh, wasn't meant to be. But it still gets me excited, and I still jump the gun and be like, oh, I can do this there, I can put this here. Whatever, but yeah.
2: Well, if it's not from God, you, you shouldn't be excited about it.
0: Well, I don't, I won't be excited if it's not, if it doesn't happen. Then I'm just, then I just know. But <laughs> as of right now, everything is still a possibility.
2: So I'm excited. Just make sure you do keep doing everything that's in line with Him. Y'all just hating on me today. No. Oh, I'm not That's a safety net. That's your
0: field. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I, no, I completely understand. Yeah, I know. I already know. Yeah, because there's a few other opportunities in the past, like we've talked about, and that seem like they'd have been amazing at the time, but fell through. And then when you look back at it, it's like, dang, there's a good thing that that's a good thing that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about something like that on one of these episodes. Yeah, we
2: did a couple of episodes ago. Yeah,
0: so yeah, so uh, yeah,
2: I'm cool with that. Good. <laughs> Because I don't want you to have to move in here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but
2: whatever. You're a
1: hater.
0: Um, so what I'm going to do is um, I'm just going to read. Should I just read chapter five, seven through nine first? Yes. Okay. Or do you want to read it? Or does Ayla want to read it?
1: Not me. I don't hum- have it. She's a heathen. <laughs> I I I forgot my phone downstairs and now I know I forgot it.
0: Oh gosh. Okay, I'll read it. Alright, so this is what Hebrews chapter five. Hold on, I give her mine. Oh. Thank you. Big Ball he got two phones. <laughs> Technically Ayla got two phones too. Huh? You got the other iPhone at your house at the house too. You just don't use it. Thank you. Seven through nine. Are you reading it? Or I thought you were reading it. Oh I shoot! I was
1: just following along. There's okay, no pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you are getting it. You're getting y'all hating on today. me today. Okay, <laughs> I got
0: something for y'all. No. <laughs> okay, so uh, Hebrews chapter five, uh, verse seven through we'll go to ten. In his life on earth, Jesus made his prayers and requests with loud cries and tears to God. Who could save him from death? Because he was humble and devoted, God heard him. But even though he was God's son, he learned through his suffering to be obedient. When he was made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all those who obey him. And God declared him to be high priest in the priestly order of melchizedek Me- 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 Yeah. So, Dad. Yes. My question, so to me, that's very self-explanatory. You know, like I feel like that's very easy to read, very re- easy to understand. But you said there's a lot of meat on this bone. Yeah. Where, what's the meat? Like what? I, what am I missing?
2: Okay. Well, a good habit of, of Bible study when you when you read through it, you go back and you start asking questions. So, what's okay. the first question can you ask when it says during the days of Jesus' life on earth?
0: Let me switch to... You're in NIV, right? Yes. Let me switch to NIV. All right. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, um, he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. Stop. The question that you're looking for is, why did he offer up prayers and cries? Is that what you're thinking?
2: Okay. Yeah. That's a question that you can ask. He offered up prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears. Yeah, and so imagine that vision, envision that. So, what will cause bring him to tears, and what will cause him not just to pray, as we say, we say pray, but he's crying out. Yeah, what would bring that on? What uh, uh, would cause him to do that? Sad, or, sadness. or cause anybody?
0: Sadness, the distraught. Yeah, fear, like any of that, right?
1: He was afraid.
2: Yeah, and why was he afraid?
1: Because he was going to die. And he knew he was going to die.
2: Okay. So what was his purpose for coming here? To die. Mm-hmm. Or our sins. Yeah. And so in his humanity, because he, he got his spirit, he became man. Yeah. And he took on the form of a man. Yeah. And so we see that from there. So he, you said fear. He was crying out. He was praying he, uh, in, in <clears throat> prayers and petition to God, right? So now I'm looking at okay what does that mean to me? Okay. How should I be? You know, when I know my purpose, what did God what did why did God save me? What does he have me to do? And okay. so I'm looking at Jesus and 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 his purpose. So I'm I'm like, okay, what is my purpose? And how is my prayers
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, I see why this, at least this first part, is, okay, so what is my purpose here on earth? Uh, what are my prayers, and how bad am I calling out to God to exactly. answer that? Okay,
2: I see. Yeah. I see. And so that's the way we should think, because if we understand our purpose, our primary purpose for God plucking us out of the universe, putting us in his kingdom, is to be like Christ and do what Christ did. Yeah. And sharing you know what he did for us. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then the second part of that it says and he heard talking about God, he heard because his reverent submission. Okay. So now if I'm a follower of Christ, I should be submitted mm-hmm. submissive to him. That means when you hear him say making Jesus our lord, yeah. And so what he say goes. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm submitted to him. Yeah. But it's much more meat on this bone.
0: Okay. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Let's put some barbecue sauce on it. <laughs>
2: there you go, Lou.
0: <laughs> She's getting hungry. <laughs> it's, yeah, let it's, it's put a fork in it, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. So, okay, I'll go to the next part, I guess. So, son, uh, son, though he – wait, where am I at? Oh. Yeah, eight. Though he was – he learned, wait, son, though he was, oh, like son of God, right. though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him.
2: Okay. Now, although he was God's son. Yeah. Who was spirit. He came down, became man. Right. Right. And he learned what? Um,
0: Obedience through his pain and suffering.
2: Exactly. So. What happens when we go through something? I blame Ayla. (laughs) (laughs) I remember. Remember that time we went to Home Depot. Oh, God. You and Tori, you Little. Oh, man. And and what do I say? When you go into
0: this store, don't
2: touch nothing
0: (laughs) and don't ask for nothing.
2: (laughs) All right? Yeah. We walk in Home Depot. And I won't mention any names, but his initials is Daryl Sullivan Jr. <laughs> his initials. I'm actually I'm actually a second, so. <laughs> so, he goes through there and he's touching stuff, running his hands across stuff, and all of a sudden I hear, yeah, yeah, "What's wrong with you?" He got a splinter in his hand. Yep. <clears throat> and I like. What did I say? Boy, didn't I tell you not to touch that? <laughs> yep. So through your pain and suffering you learn what? Understanding. And obedience. The importance of obedience. Well I would say
0: yeah, but a few months later <laughs> <laughs> He went and jumped on yep. a ramp. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't fully learn my lesson the first time. <laughs> yeah,
2: so so in other words, that D couldn't die for us. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> no, nah, we can't use him. <laughs> so so he's saying although he was God's son, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And so but this is what we talked about earlier. And um
0: I feel like in this circumstance and i I'll, I'll try to tie it together, it's gonna sound kinda way out there when I first say it, but for Jesus in this circumstance, I feel like that's easier for him than anything because jesus has already experienced like god's power even though he was going through that pain and suffering he's experienced god's power god's love and what god can do so when he was going through that suffering it was easy for him to go back because he knew where he can get strength from and so like when i compare like a believer and a non-believer and this is not making it, making it saying one is right and one is wrong well i guess it kind of is but for me, if I go through like a trial or something that's harmful, it's easier for me to come through that like on the other side, fine because I understand where I can get my strength from, and so it just makes me wonder like the and we've talked about it before, the people that don't believe, how the heck do they you yeah. know what I mean
1: yeah
2: Well remember, <clears throat> Jesus is coming from the spiritual, yeah and so the verse actually could say. Um, when he became a man, or when he became in flesh, he can sympathize with us. Oh, you know, it's not that he didn't know. Yeah, but from the humanity part, from the flesh, you think you think God felt bad for us? No, I mean, because we now have a, a direct access to him. I don't think he felt bad for us because of what Jesus did on the cross.
1: Yeah, it was also predestined for him to do that because. So, mm-hmm. God knew technically already right. what was happening.
2: Because remember, you know, in his humanity, he got hungry, he got sleepy, and he cried out to God from the cross, you know, my God, why th- have thou forsaken me? Because that's the first time he experienced the separation of the spirit yeah. in him, because as God, he couldn't die. Yeah. And so, we're talking from his the that's point rough. of his humanity. Yeah. And but that's an example. Oh, but it's much more barbecue meat on this bone. (laughs) Halo. There's more meat on this
0: bone. (laughs) Or in the patty, whichever you prefer. Right,
2: so I switched to the
1: good
0: I switched to the good news translation because I just read it better. Um, Okay. What verse are we on nine now?
2: we uh, you? Do we have eight? We eight, uh, we got. But understand even
0: it. though he was, yeah,
2: okay, okay. Now go to nine.
0: Nine, nine says, when he was made perfect, he became the source of eternal. Whew, he became the source of eternal salvation for all those who obey him. Pump go- the brakes. Godly.
2: Pump the brakes. It does. That was. There was nothing wrong with that. Like why? Why are we stopping? Uh, oh, that's some. That's a big chunk of meat there. <laughs>
1: I yeah, you guys don't quit talking about me.
2: <laughs> no, that that was a
0: that was a that was a meatball. That wasn't a big piece of meat. No,
2: read it, read it, read it, and then listen to what God is telling you out of that.
0: Wait, Ayla, did you hear what I said? Though mm-hmm. it was a meatball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. <tired. laughs> right, um, when he. When he was made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all those who obey,
2: obey him. Okay. okay. Did you get it? You, you hear? It? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's pretty... And expensive. once he made, was made perfect... As far as Jesus being perfect, right? Once he was yeah. made perfect. Wait, is this refer- referencing after? This is why he was here. Well, yeah. But see... We get caught up on the word perfect sometimes and the Greek word translation for perfect is complete or mature. And so when his time was mature you got it?
1: He mission essentially was complete.
2: Uh-huh. You got it? <laughs> yep. I see, because you smile it. Okay. Now it says He became what?
0: Well, my he became the source of eternal salvation for all
2: those who obey him. Okay, pump the brakes on that. Listen to what you just said. Uh, Okay. He became what? The source. Yeah. The source of what? Salvation. Eternal salvation. So there's only one way to have eternal salvation because... Jesus is And that's
0: source. through Jesus.
2: Right. But it's <laughs> yeah. much more meat on that bone. He became the source of eternal salvation for who? All those who obey him. Pump the brakes.
0: I stopped. I did not keep going. What, <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? That for everyone who obeys God, okay. okay. He is the source for eternal salvation. So what if you don't obey God? Then you're not going to heaven.
1: Oh, gee, <laughs> that
0: was yeah, yeah. Daryl. That was very mean. But well, that, what does that say?
1: That's he's, basically I mean,
0: what, that's what it says. Yeah, like yeah. I know it was just very. I could have phrased it a little better, you know. But
2: he's phrase. the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. It ain't but if you believe, it ain't just belief who obeys, and mm-hmm. I think sometimes i know i do i miss that because it's like oh god know my heart (laughs) but he's about obedience for us to obey him to do what he says to think how he thinks philippians chapter 2 you know verse 5 through 11. it's about being obedient to his word and so if we're constantly praising him praying to him raising holy hands but we not doing what he say, we could fall into Matthew seven, twenty one through twenty two.
0: Don't wait, I'm gonna go to it. Oh, I dropped. <clears throat> oh do.
2: Matthew. And so that's why it's important. Matthew what? Seven. Seven. Twenty one
0: to twenty two. Twenty one, twenty
1: two. Sometimes Lord,
2: Lord. Yeah. Is that it?
0: Yeah. you pulled it up already no oh you just know it look at you she look she got the hands crossed on the stomach and everything (laughs) (laughs)
1: comfortable
0: (laughs) um not everyone who calls me lord lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but only those who do what my father in heaven wants them to do only the who You didn't say pump the brakes. I'm not stopping.
2: No, only only
0: those who Who only those who do what my father in
2: heaven wants them to do. See, it ain't said believe. It says those who do. Yeah. Just like in Hebrews, it says those who obey. Yeah. So that's the part that we often miss. We'll praise him. We'll sing to him. We'll raise holy hands to him. We'll go to church yeah you know but do we do what he say
0: i'm not gonna lie to you dad there was a lot of meat that's in a lot bone. of meat on that bone there was a lot of meat in that bone. <laughs> like honestly when i first read this okay so you sent this to us right mm-hmm. and i was like okay you know cool or whatever and then i read through it i was like that's self-explanatory and i had more i was had more of a thought process going from verse 11 to like uh Verse 11 of this right. to the end and then chapter 6. Right. But, I mean, there's a there is a lot in the, that.
2: There's a lot. So when he said he's the source of our eternal salvation, he's the source. Nothing else. I don't care what name you call him. Does that scare you? No, because I, I agree with it. I recognize it. And I'm submitting to it. Well, but what scares me is. I almost didn't accept. I I turned away people who shared with me. I wasn't always studying the Bible. I wasn't always going to church. I wasn't always serving in the ministry, and I and I didn't know my spiritual gift, and I wasn't using it in the ministry. And I thought I was okay because I walked inside the building with a Bible, Mm -hmm. and I thought God was pleased with me because I did that.
0: Yeah, it was just it
2: was no service. No, and I, there was no relationship. Mm.
1: And I was about to say, you need a relationship to to know necessarily what God's wanting you to do.
2: Mm. Yep. And, and, and I think back to my mother and how I used to talk to her about coming to church. I said, Mom, you come to church. I wanted her to come to church so she can hear the pastor and... And one day it dawned on me after she was, she was gone. She, she started coming to church 1998 on Mother's Day. And she was coming every Sunday with us. August 1998, she made a commitment to Christ. Okay. September 1998, she died. Mm. she was a couple of months from hell. But see, I waited for her to come to church for me to share the source of eternal salvation.
0: Why did you wait for her to come to church? Because
2: I thought it was the pastor's job. I thought it was the elder's
0: job. Oh, You see? see. Is that when you started really getting into an understanding what your spiritual gift could be? Or was that an insight Mm -hmm. into what your spiritual gift could have been?
2: Well, I I believe... God used that opportunity in his providence to help me to understand because most people were probably like me. Well, I'm going to take them to church so they can get saved. But Ephesians Uh chapter four said he gave some to be a pastors, teachers, evangelists, apostles, and prophets. Why? To prepare God's people Mm -hmm. for works of service. So I'm thinking that the pastor's job was to give her salvation no, the pastor's job was to prepare me, and I could have gave her the plan of salvation months or maybe years ago, yeah. but I was trying to get her to church. Uh, you see?
1: And- is that
0: why, like, I know we've talked about how poor, how important it is to go to church. Is that of the reason why it's so important to go um, to a church physical location? Because you also get ministered and discipled to, so when you go out, you can be able to spread and do all the, exactly. all the stuff that...
2: Exactly, and then you don't know who God placed in that church. That's gonna you're gonna re, uh, be revealed something, or you, they may help you with something, or they may say a word that triggers something that He has in you for you to do, and see. Because I never thought that I would be teaching. Yeah. But someone said something to me in church. You know what they say? They said, "Have you ever thought about?" Teacher, evangelism team, getting on evangelism. Like I'm not no evangelist. I'm thinking about Billy Graham and <laughs> Coliseum, man. You know, like that. I never thought about that. But he used somebody within the church to solidify what he had for me to do. Mm. And and based on the word, when I see that the source of eternal salvation for all who obey. It ain't for everybody. Yeah. It's for those who obey him.
0: That's what's annoying too, is that sometimes when you're speaking to people. Well, then again, you never really know what happens down the line, but not everyone would is going to be receptive to it, which is kind of annoying. But and that ain't your is. business. Yeah, I know. That's why I was saying it's, it, it is what it is. Ayla, does that verse scare you at all?
1: Um, I, I wouldn't say it scares me. I think it makes me think. Hmm but I I don't think it scares me personally. I just think, I'm thinking about like, well, I'm thinking about myself, but I'm also just thinking about like family members and stuff. and Yeah. That was
2: important for you to understand that to plant the seed in them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I know like, there, there's things I know I should do for, like, a specific family member. So it just kind of made me think maybe I should reach out to them <laughs> right now.
2: And that's – that. I think that's tough because we go into it with the mindset Ooh. of saying or thinking I got to save them. Yeah. And that ain't my job.
1: No, I don't think it's my job to save them, but I know that there's more that I could do to – plant a seed instead of just letting like life go by yeah
0: shoot this verse scares the bejeebers out of me (laughs) 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 well i won't say it scares me but i would say that it makes me try to be more sure on the different directions that i move and then like also really making sure i'm a part of some church body or or doing some in some type of ministry um because like we've talked about and I've said multiple times, that I feel like what I do is my ministry, but to a certain extent, you know. And so I don't know. It does. I don't. It, it's not really scary because I I think I understand where to kind of go or whatever mm-hmm. and what to do. But it's just making sure that everything that I do is being obedient to, to God. And so,
1: I th- yeah, I think the biggest thing that I have struggled with and I probably a lot of people and maybe some people don't even look at it. But like the parts of ourselves that are still living or trying to live in the flesh, you know, like there's like that those parts of like everyday life that I like. For instance, like when I started, when I first got saved, it was like the big things that would come to mind, right? It's like mm-hmm. the li- but like the things that like are in your heart that you realize are not in line with God, Mm -hmm. like the, that you think are small, but you realize you do them every day. Like, it's just like, you know, that's the stuff that's a little bit more scary to me because it's like at this point in your life, it's almost become a habit and how you think or how you react to something or how, you know, something like that. So those things are the things that are constantly on my mind, even if I'm having a conversation with somebody and it's like, for instance, gossip or something like that, Mm -hmm. gossip and slander. For women, a lot of the time, um, at least in my experiences, that's used for conversation. Like mm-hmm. so, you know, just even to start a conversation with somebody, somebody will come up to you and be like, Oh, did you hear this or did you about this person and blah blah blah? And even like going to participate in that or be like, Oh, like whatever and like sometimes I'll catch myself and be like, Oh wait. Like I should not be doing that. Mm. Or I should not like <clears throat> the small things of everyday life that like you know, is just those are the things that are...
2: We start putting a quantification on it. Oh, that's little, so I can't do that or big. You know, Elder Crump said something yesterday when, <clears throat> when um, uh, Pastor Malone and him and I met. He said something. He's like, Jesus was good enough for salvation, okay, for us accepting. But when it comes to certain lifestyle, political things, racial things... He's not good enough. We leave him out. You know? You're talking
0: about about us, like when we think of Jesus and what, and when
2: something that we want or we think something's wrong with us and stuff, we don't bring Jesus into it. Mm -hmm. You know? But he was good enough for us to save, for us, for him to save us, but he's not good enough to handle that other stuff. You know? Yeah. And that's the way we act, and we should not do that.
0: Hmm
1: yeah you know and i'm not like i told my mom over the past year especially i think since i've had Mm -hmm. des is that i have gone through i guess a ringer as far as looking a reflection of myself like looking in the mirror at myself Mm. Mm. and like there have been times where i've been like so confused (laughs) (laughs) i'm sitting there like wow and then I'm doing this or I'm doing this. And it's like a reflection of all the things that I am doing that I'm not supposed to be doing or that I could, you know, that God is not necessarily represented in that part of my life. Like I Uh haven't made him the forefront in that part of my life. And so the last year has been a lot of reflecting on, on the small things that like,
2: thank you, Ayla. (laughs) Thank you. Cause I want y'all to go back and listen to that episode and I talked about before Dez was here. You were like, no, nah, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be like that. I was like, oh, you're going to get a different perspective. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <Yeah.
2: laughs> Your husband, he won't admit it. No. But I know. No. I knew you would. <laughs> no. Ayla and I have two different perspectives on this. Yeah. But, but that helps us when you have children, when you have somebody close to you, uh, a niece or a nephew and stuff, and you look how they look at you. I never forget the time before we really knew that Tori had uh, the cognitive learning disability, she had temporal seizures. And when we first experienced it, experienced it at home, she was getting ready to go to school. She had a coat on and she was just standing by the stove, staring, wouldn't respond. And she was in that state for a long time. We got her to the hospital. She was, they had her on the table, and I remember the doctor was asking me questions. Well, when did it start? And I said, this is the first time I've seen it. It happened at school. I'm explaining all that. And Tori was still like that. And he said, if she doesn't come out of, come out of it, we have to give her something that bring her out of it. And before they got a the chance to do that, she came out of it. And she was crying. She was looking around, and she's crying and stuff. And then I said, Tori, when she heard her father's voice, she calmed down. And so that makes me think we have to hear the father's voice in every situation that we experience here on earth. Is that real? Yeah. I never heard
0: that story before. That's Yeah. Wild. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah.
2: And so it triggered me when I was studying in my study and, you know, I'm actually studying the book of Ephesians and I was led here doing it, you know, a cross reference. And when I seen the source of eternal salvation for all those who obey him, It ain't just about belief. Yeah. And so when Tori heard her father's voice, she changed. Isn't that how we should be? (laughs) I'm not even going to make a joke.
0: (laughs) 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 But that's wild. That's wild. Dad, I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of meat in that. And I just thought it was a very simple thing. Like, you know, I don't know. It's just different, you know what? It kind of that kind of reminded me of. This is kind of silly. Um, back in high school, going through like language arts class, the teacher will always have us read these books, and each sentence has some underlining meaning, and we had to watch these movies that was like that was. It showed all these different symbols, and this symbolizes this, and this means that this means prosperity. I'm like, dude, this is just a movie, and this is just a book, <laughs> and so, but like, I mean, I do understand like reading the Bible in this way, like slowing it down sentence by sentence, and asking what is God asking of, asking or saying, or what question should I ask by reading this? Because mm-hmm. I like, I mean, I understood that, but not to that extent, like not that deep.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it 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 makes it makes a difference. And and so, and then when we read it, say, okay, now, God, now that I know this, what am I going to do with it?
0: (laughs) I got to give myself flowers on that one. (laughs) I tend to be like, okay, I see what to do. And I tend to do it for the most part. Sometimes, you know, I don't. But I got to give myself,
2: yeah, be like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, but there's a little bit of meat left on this bone here.
0: All right, I'm about sick of this meat stuff too now. Verse 10. Wait, hold on. Let me. Oh, I'm in James now. I would... I'm sorry. I went off. No, Hebrew was...
2: 6, my brother. Yeah. And Wait,
0: Hebrew 6?
1: 5.
2: Hebrew 5.
0: Look at you. Okay. Uh, Verse 10. And God declared him to be high priest in the priestly order of
2: Melchizedek. Melchizedek.
0: Why can't they just be male? This is male.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And what's significant about that, if you understand Melchizedek, he comes on the scene. He has no beginning. He has no end. Okay. And he was a priest. And so it says, and he talking about Jesus designated by God to be high priest. Now the priest, it was a Levite Levitical line. And that's where the priest came out of. And he not only was the savior, but he was high priest in the order of Mechizedek. That means Jesus had no beginning and had no end.
0: Oh, cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so if under reading and studying. See, you get a lot of studies just out of them three verses. If you go back and study Mechizedek.
0: That's, that's wild. Something. But here's my takeaway um, for this episode is uh one is I would say getting di- diligent being diligent in your reading and not just reading just to read Because um, I would not have picked up like that same that the same way if I just read it by when I just read it by myself, and also two is to when you have the under- actually i think this what it was talking what uh God was talking about in the ch- next chapter is um in chapter six it was talking about people or you know, they're deciding to stay a uh, infant when it comes to studying and understanding mm-hmm. the Bible. Instead of having the understanding maturing with that and then applying what they're what they're reading. It said, Yeah, so um I think it, and it was something that's the difference between having a child and like a mu- mature adult. And so it said that um, basically faith, talking about having faith too, is mm-hmm. um, operating off of what you're taking, what you've read and what God has shown you and operating off of it. And so I think that's part of my takeaway too is that after understanding whatever you're understanding, take it and applying it not just reading it and keeping it because he said that those people are people that are unfaithful. And so, yeah, those are my that's my takeaway for today.
1: Um, my takeaway probably would be like staying humble, even in your relationship with God, and knowing that it's okay. I, that's the wrong way to say that, but it's. Um, what I'm trying to say is that it is okay to see that you're doing something wrong and say that you're doing something wrong and admitting that you're doing something wrong and asking forgiveness. That's you should be doing that. Um and that's the only way that you get to grow more with God is submitting to him and um focusing on, on walking with him. Sorry, I'm gonna cough.
2: Well my, my takeaway is is mm. that Jesus is the source of my eternal salvation. It's not me trying to work it out. It's not me trying to negotiate it, uh, figure it out, or doing something on my own. He's the source, and he already took on the burden of my sins, even when I didn't know him. So why am I trying (coughs) to do it myself, you know, when he already did it? Uh, Just submit to him. Like Ayla said, praise him and worship him because my goodness only comes by what God sees his son in me. Nothing else. When he looks, he sees his son in me.
0: Boom. When I look, I see something else. <laughs> but... Uh... We want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of No Negations Podcast. If this is your first time with us, we would love for you to subscribe to hear our upcoming discussions. If you want more information about this topic or others, visit us at www.nonegations.com. There you can review or print our show notes transcripts. They're great for personal or group Bible studies. And if you like what you heard today, look for that review button, click it, and leave us a review. Tell us what you loved about this episode or which episode you heard was your favorite. You can also suggest future topics that you want us to discuss. You can also support us financially Financially on our website by ordering any of our notifications, apparel, or by donating. It helps us reach our monthly goals, buy new equipment, and provide good content. And if you are in or near the Canton, Ohio area, you can purchase our apparel in Blended, located in Belden Village Mall. It's right next door to the Macy's, so check us out. And if you're in search of a community of like-minded people growing in their faith, we invite you to join the No Negation social media community on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We would love to have you join us. So until next time, remember, seek God first and never
2: give up. Deuces.